Well, we welcome you to White House First United Methodist Church and our podcast. We are so delighted to have you and joined with us in this form of worship. I do want to remind you that uh, we will begin back again, our youth, our children, and our adult Bible study after taking the week off from our with our trunk or treat. So that will be from five to seven tonight and continuing to have our meals on Wednesday night from six to seven and would love to have you join and be a part of that. Also wanted to uh, let you know that we do now have a new way of giving online and you can find that on our website. Uh, it is the new QR code. So if you haven't been able to download that, that is available if you would like to support our ministries here. Uh, at this time, do want to begin with a word of prayer and we will begin our podcast. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for the opportunity that you have given us to be able to come in this form of technology to be able to worship. Lord, I thank you for how you have worked in all of these lives this week and your provisions. Lord, some things went as we planned and other things did not. But no matter what the circumstance, we know that you have always been with us and always will be with us. And so now as we take these moments aside, give us the ability to truly give of ourselves to this time of worship and be able to give you the praise and to follow in the direction you would have us to go. And we pray these things in your name. Amen.
scripture today comes from 1 John chapter 3, verses 16 through 24. I have a question for you as we begin. How many of you have at least one or several Bible verses memorized? Maybe some of those come to mind today. The, some of the more popular ones might be Genesis 1-1. Maybe you are fairly familiar with the entire 23rd Psalm. Could it be that Jeremiah 29-11 is in your wheelhouse? How about Joshua 24-15? Maybe Philippians 4-13? How about 1 Corinthians 13, 13? Others like Romans chapter 8, verse 31. And then at the end of that chapter, Romans 8, 37. There are possibly others that you have memorized, but those are some of the more familiar. And then... There's the shortest verse in the Bible, John eleven thirty five. You remember what that one is? Jesus wept. All of these are, and so many others are vitally important. But the most popular verse in the Bible, without a doubt, is John three sixteen. And as we go through this together, I would encourage you, if you know that verse, to say it in the version that you memorized it. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That verse shows why it's so important for us to trust in Jesus as our Savior, by putting our faith and belief in Him and coming to Him with confession, repentance, and having a desire to live for Him and not for them. And to believe in the promise that He gave us that if we believe in Him, we would have everlasting life with Him in heaven. But what some people may not realize is that there is another John 3.16 that is really a continuation of of our growth in Jesus. And after our faith and belief has been established, want us to now look at that other John 3.16 and the verses after it to see why 1 John 3.16 should also become a favorite of ours going forward. Hear now these words. This is how... We know love. Jesus laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. But if someone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but refuses to help, how can the love of God dwell in a person like that? Little children, let's not love with words or speech but with action and truth. This is how we will know 
that we belong to the truth and reassure our hearts in God's presence. Even if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts and knows all things. Dear friends, if our hearts don't condemn us, we have confidence in relationship to God. We receive whatever we ask from Him because we keep His commandments and do what pleases Him. This is His commandment, that we believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love each other as He commanded us. Those who keep His commandments dwell in God, and God dwells in them. This is how we know that He dwells in us, because of the Spirit He has given us. This is the Word of God for the people of God, and we say, thanks be to God. As we saw in 1 John 3.16, Jesus showed His unconditional love for us by laying down His life for us. He also showed us that real love is an action, not a feeling. It produces selfless, sacrificial giving. The greatest act of love is giving oneself for others. The question you might have is, how can we lay down our lives? Well, it is by serving others with no thought of receiving anything in return. Jesus isn't asking us to do anything that he didn't do on a daily basis when he was among the people teaching, healing, and giving us the example of how to live our lives as he did. I have seen this church family live out the example of Jesus in two prominent ways recently. The outpouring of many of the people within this congregation of going out of their way to bless me and my family the way you did during the month of October with pastor appreciation has meant more than you could ever know to me and my family by giving of your time and resources to show your appreciation. But there is also another way that it was seen, and that was yesterday with the coat drive that was held on Saturday. There were many within the church and the community that donated coats. Several gave of their time and resources to be here and to greet each one with a smile. And... We had plenty of coats to be able to share with this community and also have some extras to share with other groups and schools now that that giveaway happened. There were close to 250 coats available to give out. Truly remarkable. Even though verse 17 may have not been the driving force behind yesterday's giveaway, No doubt this verse was fulfilled. Hear that verse again. But if someone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but refuses to help, how can the love of God dwell in a person like that? As the cooler temperatures will eventually be around for good, there was a need to offer coats to people in the community. And that's exactly what this church has done. 
And I thank you for being the hands and feet of Jesus. This church is also involved in a two-month drive of food collections and we'll make that information available through our Facebook page and also our newsletter. And once again, the driving force behind it is this verse of having something in abundance and sharing with people that are in need of that abundance. Again, we do all of these things not for any other reason than as this verse said of having the love of God dwelling in us, wanting to share that love with others. Verse 18 also comes into play with what we've been talking about. Hear that verse again. Little children... Let's not love with words or speech, but with action and truth. And that verse is so rich. I want to share with you now a different translation, the New Living Translation and that same verse. Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Now, don't get me wrong. Those words, I love you, are powerful and are needed and are very meaningful. But there's other times where our actions speak louder than words. May we discern from our Lord in any given situation whether it is words that are needed or it is actions of various kinds that are needed. And I am a firm believer that the Lord will give us that direction if we ask Him. May we not say or do anything with the thought that I've got to do this or else. Instead, I pray that we do the things that we say or do not because we have to, but because we want to. Have you been blessed by our Lord? I pray that all of us say yes, emphatically yes. And if that is the case, then by all means may we want to share those blessings with others. Jesus, as verse 16 of 1 John 3 said, This is how we know love. Jesus laid down his life for us. I don't know about you, but I am very grateful that he did. And as that verse ended, if we know and have experienced that love, then I pray that we fulfill that last part of verse 16 in that we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. May we look for those opportunities this week to share that love, that grace, that forgiveness of our Lord 
to the people we come in contact with. Let us pray. Our glorious Lord, as we come before you tonight, we thank you for the opportunity that you have given us to see and experience your love in powerful ways. Lord, as 1 John 3.16 showed, you loved us so much that you died for us. We can never repay that debt. You didn't ask for it. You didn't look for us to pay it back. But I pray that there is a desire within us that because of the love that you have shown to us that we want to share that same love with other people. Forgive us when we have not. Forgive us when we have tried to just think of only ourselves. And help us to open our eyes to the possibilities and the realizations of how desperately needed your love needs to be shared and shown to other people. And may we do our part each and every day. And we pray these things in your son's precious and holy name. Amen.
Good. 